Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Hi, welcome today uh, to our weekly Prophecy Update. I'm Ken, uh, Pastor Ken with Faith Dialogue. We provide two updates each week on this channel we call Prophecy Countdown. Uh, on Sundays, we're presently going through the Gospel of Matthew, and as our custom is, we go through chapter by chapter and verse by verse. This week will be in chapter 11. Our Sunday broadcast premiere at 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Standard Time on Sundays. Now on Wednesdays, our updates are always prophecy related, and we get our questions from you, the viewers and the listening audience of Prophecy Countdown. Uh, we have an email, and if you send us an email with your question, uh, not only will I answer, I answer it personally, but that's how we get the questions uh, for our, our updates. We know that if you have a question, most likely there are many that have the same kind of questions. So um, our email address is prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. So let's get into our, our lesson today, which was from a multiple number of questions that we had um, a few months ago, actually, on the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, these are the, uh, those, the individuals riding on horseback that are on the first four seals of the first judgments. Uh, there's a total of seven seals, actually, in chapter six. Um, however, the first four are associated with horsemen. Now, the fourth horseman of the apocalypse is riding a pale yellow horse, and he's the only one that has a name, and his name is Death. Now, to give you some background, in the book of Revelation, the apostle John is showing the judgments of God during this final seven-year period uh, prior to Jesus' second coming. Um, he sees a series of seven seals, followed by seven trumpets, followed by seven vials or, or, or bowls. Each one of these series of seven gets more and more horrific, causing much more destruction. Um, the first four seals are the ones that are symbolized by these, these four horsemen. Uh, the, the horsemen uh, are on, color, on, on horses of different colors, and the colors of the first four are white, red, black, and now pale green is the horse of the, uh, of the fourth horseman. We've already taken a look at the first three seals that are open, uh, which signaled the very beginning of the tribulation. The first seal was the rider on the white horse, and we explained how that, that rider on the white horse is representative of the Antichrist, the revelation of the Antichrist at the very beginning of the tribulation. The second seal is the rider on the red horse, and the scriptures say that uh, it, he's given power to take peace from the earth, uh, likely a period of peace, a, sl a, a, a short period of peace, followed by horrific wars. Could even be what we know as, as World War III. Um, and then there's the third rider. We talked about it last week, uh, which is on a black horse. And we said that likely represented uh, both shortages of food as well as hyperinflation. And we know that this is also a result of, of, of wars and even rumors of wars. It's the aftermath, the lawlessness uh, causes the supply chain disruptions. Now, the third seal follows the second seal, which follows the first seal. And that first seal, again, is the uh, revelation of the Antichrist, which somehow we believe is probably behind all of these, these, uh, these wars, these famines, these, these difficulties that are going on. You know, so often, you know, the Antichrist is just going to be the final politician. 
you know, so often politicians create a crisis in order to solve the crisis. And we're going to see this uh, with the Antichrist, no doubt. So let's continue. And we're going to actually finish up today the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, by the way, like I said, this is not the end of the seals. There's another uh, three seals that follow this, and we'll get to that in some future broadcast. So let's go ahead and read. There's only two verses. So it's chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. But we'll go ahead and read those two verses, and then we'll talk a little bit about this fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Verse 7 says, When he opened the fourth seal... I heard the voice of a fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death. And Hades followed with him, and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. You know, sometimes you hear people mention one of these, these verses connected with the four horsemen. Um, and they say, this is happening right now. Just, this is what's in the news. And they, they use the word apocalyptic, meaning that it's, that it's horrific, that, it, that it's un unbelievable. And we've had some unbelievable things happen in the, in, in the past. You know, not only World War I, but World War I was followed by World War II. And if you were alive in the 1930s and 1940s, um, if, if, particularly if you, you were on the receiving end, of the insanity, you would have thought it was easily uh, one of these these bold these uh, these sealed judgments. You know, I, I recently heard it even with the COVID-19 pandemic that began in, in 2020, uh, saying that this was apocalyptic. This was a sign of the fourth horseman, the one we're studying today. And they tied the idea that the wild beast of the earth was just a, a symbol for the COVID-19. Well, let me tell you, my friends, uh, none of the judgments we have received or none of the horrific apocalyptic things that have happened in the world up to this time uh, uh, is, is uh, tribulation worthy, tribulation worthy. None of them compare to what we will see or what is being um, prophesied in the book of Revelation about the, the end of time. They just, they lack the sheer destruction, the horror, the catastrophic effect. The, these events, Jesus said, had they not been cut short, there wouldn't even be anyone living left on the earth. They are catastrophic. They are truly uh, apocalyptic. And here in the fourth seal, we see the ultimate impact of this, these first four seals. The fourth horseman of the apocalypse has a name. None of the other horsemen do. His name is Death. And it says that Hades follows after him. And then it says they, meaning both the horsemen, Death as well as Hades, are given a power to kill with sword, hunger, and death. One-fourth. One-fourth of the earth. Now, Death comes riding on this pale horse, often translated in your, in your Bibles as a pale green horse. The actual Greek word behind that is chloros. Uh, like in chlorophyll uh, or chlorine, um, it has this this pale green, yellowish, yellowish uh, 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 color. Um, it's often used in our hospitals today as a, as a disinfectant. Our morgues are kept clean within bacteria-free with chlorine dioxide, which is this. It's both a liquid as well as a gas, depending on what what uh, the temperature is. It disinfects. It eliminates colors, but it's used in morgues. It gives you an idea that this is the idea of, of death, the color of death. Um, some scholars say that this yellowish green color is the color actually of a corpse, 
I, I haven't seen corpses or uh, not that I've been around for a while. I've been there when people have died in a hospital. Um, but that's what some scholars have said. Now, the fourth horseman uh, brings death and destruction to one quarter of the world. Now, just put, let's put that in perspective. Uh, we know that the rapture play, happens first, but we don't have the slightest idea how many people will be uh, taken up uh, with those that have died in Christ. So let's just say there's 8 billion people on the world. If there was 8 billion people, one quarter is 2 billion people. Uh, two billion people. You know, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic had no impact on the death rate. No one, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that if you listen to the news, if you listen to the news every night or were encouraged to take your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, 99th booster shot, uh, but it had no impact uh, on the death rate. The number of people that died in 20 and 21 were those that were expected to die based on based on tables that had been established by the insurance agencies, there was no impact on the death rate. But a quarter of a million, a quarter of mankind, of, of, of eight billion people is two billion. And they're killed by these four methods that are mentioned in this fourth seal, with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. Now, many scholars through the ages have taken the book of Revelation, and particularly this, this seal as well, as completely symbolic. And, and the reason is, it's just, it's horrific. It, it is so grand as far as a scale, uh, they can't believe that God would bring his judgment, uh, his judgment on an unbelieving world and impact this many people. However, even with the devastation, all through the book of Revelation, there's always hope. You know, there's angels flying in the air, there's 144,000 witnesses, there's uh, the, the, uh, the, the two witnesses on the streets of Jerusalem giving the everlasting gospel. There are, there are tens of thousands, likely tens of millions of people uh, that will get saved during the tribulation. But my friends, it's much better to be saved now. Uh, today is the day of salvation. But this is what it says in the, uh, in, in the Old Testament book of Ezekiel. And, and you'll see that Ezekiel is also talking about some horrific judgment. And we take this literally. Verse uh, 21 of chapter 14, Ezekiel says this. He says, For thus says the Lord God, How much more it shall be when I send my four severe judgments on Jerusalem, the sword and famine and wild beast and pestilence, to cut off man and beast from it. Verse 22, Yet behold, there shall be left a remnant who will be brought out, sons and daughters, surely they will come out to you and you will see their ways and their doings. Now, many scholars believe that Ezekiel is specifically speaking of what we just read in the book of Revelation. Now, in the past, God has brought judgment on Jerusalem and the people of Israel, but his promise always was to restore, uh, to redeem. Uh, despite the judgment and carnage during the tribulations, God's purpose will still be to provide hope. Now note that in the wild beast, both in Ezekiel's prophecy as well as in Revelation chapter 6, when the Babylonians took the people of Israel captive and left Jerusalem desolate, uh, the wild beast took over the cities. You know, we even saw that uh, during COVID-19, during uh, 2020, when people uh, had left the Disney properties, for example. Uh, there were coyotes and other animals that came out and, and were in the public areas uh, that typically were inhabited by, by visitors and by guests and by, 
by uh, Disneyites. Uh, but when they were gone for months at a time, the animals came back. Uh, animals, wolves, bears, big cats, coyotes, reclaim desolate areas when humans leave. Now, these first four seals and the four horsemen represent God's judgment and wrath during what's known as the first half of the tribulation. The first half of the tribulation is, is three and a half years. It's a period of 42 months. That's specifically 42 months. It's given that in Revelation 2 and Revelation 13. And it also says 1,260 days. And if you do the math, 1,260 days on a 30-month, 30 30-day 30 calendar, 30-day-a-month calendar is 42 months. It also represents in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, what Daniel says is time times and half a time, three and a half years. Jesus spoke specifically about this period of time in Matthew 24, in what we know as the Olivet Discourse. Jesus says, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. The beginning of sorrows, that's another name for the beginning of the tribulation. The Apostle Paul says the same in 1 Thessalonians chapter five. He's speaking of the end times. He's speaking of the time when Christ will return. And this is what he says. He says, concerning the times and the season, brothers, you have no need that I should write to you. Meaning that he's already told them, but he's reminding them in his writing. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains are upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. You know, there's a few times in the scriptures that this time of the end is referred to as, as labor pains. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Labor pains, you're pregnant for, I mean, I'm, I'm a man, so I know nothing about pregnancy. That's what at least my wife tells me. But a woman is pregnant for nine months, and for most of that time, it may be a little uncomfortable. Things change, but we know there's a baby coming, but there's not much pain, not until the very end. And the, pain, the, the, the labor pains get more and more severe and they come more and more frequently until finally there's a, there's a baby. Now these first four seals and the four horsemen represent the beginning of the tribulation. So let's, let's wrap up this teaching, but let me leave you with, with two truths, two truths that I want you to ponder. Kind of homework, you can think of it as homework. Number one, the book of Revelation is a book that we are to embrace. We're to understand it. I know for some people, they've gone through the book of Revelation, and it's difficult. That's why I wrote my book, for example, um, uh, The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. Um, the book of Revelation is God's ultimate promise to the lost. It's a promise of restoration of Israel, of his judgment of those that refuse to repent from their wicked ways. This is the answer uh, that we have when people ask us, why do the wicked prosper? Well, the answer's found in this book of Revelation. The book of Revelation tells us it's only for a season. There is a judgment. There's a day of reconciliation that is coming. The second truth that I want you to understand from the book of Revelation is that it reveals clues to the time of the end and signs of the time. We are to be prepared for the coming of the Lord. You know, the parable of the seven virgins, they, they are to keep their, uh, their lamps lit, to have oil, to be waiting for the coming of the, of the Lord. You know, only recently, 
modern technology reveals how some of these these fantastic events that are foretold in the book of Revelation uh, can actually happen. Now, of course, the miraculous can always happen, but we, you know, when, when the, books, the book of Revelation says that there's two witnesses that lie dead in the streets of, the, of, of Jerusalem, and then the whole world sees them stand on their feet, it's like, well, how can the whole world uh, see two people in Jerusalem stand to their feet? Well, we have the modern technology today through television, through satellites. We can easily see that happening today. Also, when we take, an, when we take a look at Israel, we realize that just as Isaiah prophesied, Israel was reborn in a day. After 1900 years, it's never happened before. Most people thought it would never happen, uh, but Israel's back in the land, and that is a super sign. And the sign says, get ready, my people. Now, here's the thing, my friend. If you have not made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, the time is now. The Apostle John references the hour of trial that is soon to come. Uh, there is a, there's an escape uh, for those that are in Christ. Jesus promised to come back and receive us unto himself. He says, I go to prepare a place for you, but I will return and receive you unto myself. And the Apostle John, for example, in writing up to these seven churches, he comes to the church of Philadelphia, which, God ha which Jesus has nothing negative to say about this church uh, that is planting missionaries and, 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 and fulfilling the Great Commission. And this is what it says in Revelation chapter 3 to the church of Philadelphia. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. You know, that phrase, to the, those who dwell on the earth, is seen off in the book of Revelation. It's the people that are left behind, the people that, that, are, uh, that are on the earth that don't come to Jesus, that refuse to repent. Those are people that dwell upon the earth, and they are the recipients of the seals, the trumpets, and the vile judgments. My friends, the Apostle Paul talked about this a number of times. He called it the, the blessed hope. And I hope you have now a better understanding of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's just the very beginning of the, of the tribulation. My friends, the time is now uh, to get yourself ready for the coming of the Lord. I hope you will. I, I really do. Let me pray and uh, tune in. I uh, hope that you subscribe to our channel, that you share it with your friends. That's how we make ourselves known. That's how we spread this, this gospel message. Let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, for who you are. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Bear. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.